com. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Oh! Hello, hi, it's Tuesday, March 39, you. Oh, I've been Ma- waiting. March 13th, I know you have. It's your morning ritual, me, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM 792, Sons, most stimulating talk. You all fired. Yes. Uh, we got to say it, say three, it right. You, well, do you have it? We, we should have it somewhere in the system. It's been a long time, but you should have it there. You probably don't. I do. Guarantee you don't. You forgot the apostrophe, Ari. I don't spell correctly. I know. You don't spell good. Anyway, uh, there are three things that I think you need to know, and this is just happening. Well, it, it just happened a few minutes ago. It doesn't not like a continuous thing, but apparently uh, Trump told Secretary of State Rex Tillerson, you're fired. You're fired. There you're you fired. go. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Ooh. You're fired. You're fired. Okay. A lot of fired. He's fired a lot of people. So he is out of Secretary of State. He wants the CIA director. Uh, Mike Pompeo to take over, and on top of that, he also wants uh, the new CIA had to be a 32-year career person there, a woman. Yes, a woman. But I thought women don't like Trump, and Trump doesn't like women. That's what what Hillary said. So that's what's going on there. Second thing that I think you need to know, House Intelligence Committee announced yesterday, they came out with a report, it was like 100 and something pages, they found no evidence of collusion, coordination, or conspiracy. Between Trump and Russia, nothing there. Nothing there. And just as a follow-up, you know, with all of the, you know, the networks, they did a lot of work, right? A lot of work on, uh, a lot of reporting on Russia, Trump, Trump, Russia, right? It's a big story. All three networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, gave a combined less than a minute coverage of it. And then NBC provided zero coverage. Zero seconds. Zero. Huh. Okay. That's cool, right? Yeah, very honest. And you wonder why uh, Trump calls it fake news and we call it fake news and Jeff Flake is crying somewhere. Oh, yes, he's crying. He is, oh, yes, that's just the way he's crying. He's awful. He's terrible. So we have that. Uh, Third thing that I think you need to know. Well, Jeff Flake added again. Gave a speech on the Senate floor yesterday. I wonder what people think. They like roll their eyes like, here goes the crazy guy. Like, used to be Bernie Sanders was the crazy guy. Now Jeff Flake, I think, is the official crazy guy of the Senate. Like the the loony dude. (laughs) That guy. Uh, Jeff Flake gave a speech because he has a bill. He's like, I want you guys to vote for my nullification of Trump's tariffs. Good luck with that one, El Jefe. You and your, like, 6% approval rating or whatever it is. And it's like his family. That's it. So anyway. Um, he wants that to happen. He actually said it's very easy to blame trade deals for, for factories to be closed and immigration, but it's not the case. Yes, it actually is the case. It is the case, El Jefe. So Jeff Flake still doesn't get it. Three things that I think you need to know. Now, all right. Um... I don't really have much to say about the whole situation with Rex Tillerson. Nobody really, nobody's, the only people are going to know what, what really happened is uh, Trump 
and Tillerson and some people that work with him, right? So here's the thing, though. It came out last week, the day the, the North Korea meeting, uh, they said, we want to meet with Trump. The reports started coming out that Secretary of State Rex Tillerson had no idea, which that's your first clue. Like At that point, I was like, man, this isn't going to last long. Because you're the Secretary of State, you're the Chief Diplomat, you're supposed to be out there doing the negotiation, right? That's what it is. You're doing the negotiation. So... That was your first clue. I mean, you can go back to last year with the the whole, you know, did Tillerson really call Trump a moron? He never said no. He just said, don't ask me. I'm not going to address it and blah, 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 whatever. They mean, was it a couple of CEOs trying to see who's smarter? Who knows? Uh, I heard reports right before the show started. People in the Secretary of State's office said, yeah, he ran it like, you know, like a CEO, not like a normal Secretary of State. I'm not against that. Who says people in government do everything correctly? Why do you have to do what everybody else does? Trump isn't doing it that way. He's not like the normal president, right? So, whatever. Uh, he's out. It, it was always a weird, you know, it, it always it didn't seem right. I think Trump took a chance. He's business, right? You hire somebody, uh, you do what you can, you see what can happen, and then next thing you know, if it doesn't work out, you move on. That's how business works. Only in government do you get lifetime jobs. So, it didn't work out the way Trump really expected it. He was, he was you know, look at all the people. You have uh, Mad Dog Mattis. He had Mike Pompeo. He was a big fan of Mike Pompeo. Uh, a huge fan of Mike Pompeo. They were all very close. What about Gary Cohn? We all knew it. Gary, Gary Cohn was there for the tax cuts. And then that's it. People do their job, and if they, they, don't, they don't see eye to eye, they're not part of the whole system, then guess what? They're, they're out. That's how it works in the real world. Um, and I love it. Everybody's saying, he fired him. He finalized it, too. He asked him to step down. Who knows? Whatever. So anyway, Mike Pompeo, the CIA director, has been nominated to replace Rex Tillerson. And we'll see what, uh, it was interesting to see how Democrats handle this. Will they, you know, you know what they're going to do. When the hearings happen, they're not going to make it about Mike Pompeo and his job as CIA director and the, uh, and, and the Secretary of State. They'll make it about themselves and Russia and Trump and Trump and Russia and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. So that's what they're going to do. That's what's going to happen there. Um, so that's the latest when it comes to uh, Trump and Tillerson. He's just out. It is what it is. And I think, uh, you know, it seems that, that Pompeo and Trump are a bit tighter, much tighter than Tillerson and Trump were. I mean, you know, Tr- Trump never even met Tillerson. What? Yeah, Trump called Tillerson after he won the election to uh, Trump Tower, said, hey, you want to come here? And Tillerson's like, you know, I just went to meet him because I've met a whole bunch of presidents, Obama, Bush, that kind of stuff. You know, you're, when you had Exxon Mobil, I mean, you just, you're a big dude. You know, you, 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 he knew all the players around the world because he did business in, in all the major countries around the world. So he knew the leaders. Made sense that he could be the, the chief diplomat because he got relationships with all these guys. I guarantee that's what Trump's thinking was. Now, I'll never say this publicly, but that's what the thinking was, uh, is that this guy has, uh, he, he, he knows Putin. He knows all these leaders across the world. He knows these leaders in the Middle East where Trump wanted to make a, you know, he, he wanted to make some headway. So uh, Tillerson was asked, you know, hey, have you known Trump? He said, no, first time I met him was when I went to Trump Tower to talk to him after he won the election. And we're talking for a while. And then Trump just said, you want to be secretary of state? Uh, Trump was, that was the way Trump interviewed him. Again, this is what happened. He's a brilliant CEO. He ran, he ran an organization for a long time, hired a lot of people, fired a lot of people. They don't just come and go, hey, I'm going to give you a job interview now. Blah, 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 blah. No. Just talk to the guy. He knows what he's doing. It made sense in Trump's head, so he tried it. 
lasted a little while, all right, and then you move on. Simple as that. So um, apparently they didn't have the biggest, uh, or I guess the closest relationship. But Pompeo meets every single morning with Trump, giving him the presidential daily briefing, letting him know what's going on around the world. Uh, and if he's not there, because maybe Pompeo is uh, is doing whatever he's doing, then one of his uh, top people comes in and briefs the president what needs to happen. But they, they're constant communication. So that's the latest when it comes to that. Now, this is just something huge, too. Again, networks giving less than a minute, less than a minute of news coverage to the House Intelligence Committee's uh, no collusion on Russia. No collusion. Are you kidding me right now? Newsbusters had the story because who watches the network news? Now, again, the biggest, the most reported story that these networks did for months was the Russia Trump thing. They donated more minutes or did more news coverage of Russia Trump, Trump Russia collusion than any other story. Right? Well, CBS Evening News gave 31 seconds, 31 seconds of the House Committee's findings. Mm hmm. 31 seconds. ABC World News Tonight gave 27 seconds of airtime. You add it up, it's 58. 31 and 27, 58. NBC gave zero. Zero. They literally ignored this. How the. What the. Ha. Huh? What? Who? Yes. Yes. They literally ignored it. So that's cool, right? That's that's cool. Yeah, that's that's nice. Um I don't know if that's true or not. Make him prove it. Uh, you don't have to. Anyway. You got a break right here. What are you gonna do? We have to make money, then we have to do other stuff. Oh hey, listen, if if you have something to say, we'll throw it by Ryan, and I blame him if it happens or doesn't happen. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, we have, again, the Tillerson story. We have the networks literally ignoring the the fact that apparently a report came out of the House Intelligence Committee saying there was no collusion, nothing. Nothing. No evidence of anything. It's been over a year. And the networks ignored it for the most part. Uh, one station completely. And now we have also some other things to talk about, including, uh, you got to hear this one. So, you know, Trump called, we, we said it. You, can you play the soundbite from yesterday? I'm sorry. Trump calling uh, Maxine Waters <laughs> low IQ why, why Friday in Pennsylvania. I know, I know. It's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. So Trump called, uh, yeah, it's uh, number 110. Trump called Maxine Waters low IQ at his rally Friday night in Pennsylvania. And, uh, just hear it one more time. Here we go. Maxine Waters, a very low IQ individual. You ever see her? You ever seen her? You ever see her? We will impeach him. We will impeach the press. But he hasn't done anything wrong. It doesn't matter. We will impeach him. She's a low IQ individual. You can't help her. She really is. What's Maxine Waters' favorite ice cream flavor? Peach mint. Peach mint. Ah, nah. I, was, I, was trying to, I was trying to get there. I was trying to get there. Oh, that's funny. So uh, anyway, apparently, did you know that uh, by Trump saying that, that of course that is racist? It is. Race war! Yes. Race war! Yes. You have to hear what some genius 
genius contributor to, of course, MSNBC had to say about this. Oh, wow. It's coming up. Then we got to get to Hillary. Hillary's, you know, when you're, it's, it's frightening that Hillary could have been the leader of the free world considering literally how ignorant she is. No, she's just flat out. She knows that she's just stupid. She's dumb. She's not even ignorant. She's dumb. She continues to make up excuses as to why she lost. You, she was in India. You have to. She hates you. You voted for Trump. Guess what she said about you? It's like the deplorables comment all over again. You have to hear. We'll get to that at 640 this morning. Don't go anywhere. Garrett Lewis with you. KNST AM 792 Sons. Most stimulating. Talk. Talk. right now i'm anyway 629 i'm trying to not be it felt a lot warmer than 56 outside i'll tell you that it's gonna be 83 and sunny today enjoy while you can i will okay i'll go with that uh, by thursday we should be as a, a high in the low 70s and uh by sunday in the 60s it's all over the place i love it it's all because of global warming right that's exactly <laughs> global warming is with the third nor'easter in two weeks anyway um yes thank you so uh, remember your chance at a thousand bucks sixteen times a day when you listen to KNST AM seven ninety. Listen for a word to text to two hundred two hundred and you have a chance to win sixteen times a day Monday through Friday. I hope you win. Uh, let's play really quick before we get to the Hillary stuff. Before we get to the uh, the House Intelligence, uh, they, what they did find nothing between Trump and Russia. But how about Hillary and Russia? We'll get to that. Uh, let's play Jason Johnson number one twenty eight. Uh, this guy, I, what, what, Mag, he's on MSNBC. He, you're gonna hear Chris Matthews first. Uh, you, the, Chris Matthews is just as dumb, by the way. He's like, I don't understand why Trump would call Maxine Waters low IQ. Well, then you're low IQ, Chris. I mean, if you don't see how dumb Maxine Waters is, I have nothing for you. But anyway, just listen to this. Here we go. The personal attack on somebody, I don't even think they know. Mm-hmm. They may be vaguely aware she's African-American, right. Maxine Waters. She's, but they go and call her low IQ. What, where, where's the base? I mean, you can say I don't like her. You can say she just... Right. Where's the low IQ piece coming in here? And he goes like this, the low IQ. He does this sign language thing. You know? I, I have more respect for the people at this rally, Chris. They know who Maxine Waters is. They know who she represents. They know who Nancy Pelosi is. And look, this is not the first rally Trump's going to do. He's going to do several this year. He's half a rally away from just using the N-word. That, what? That, it's, it's, it's that basic. He's half a rally away from just calling somebody the N-word, and then everyone's going to pretend that they're shocked, and yeah. then everybody on The Apprentice is going to say he used it all the time. That's what he does. Yes, he has a hostility and an anger towards women what, of color. What do you make of that? Unbelievable. What? Okay, so using your same logic, genius. And by the way, this guy's with The Root. That is uh, an online magazine of African-American culture. That's what this guy is with. Uh, Jason Johnson, theroot.com. Now, using the same logic, can we say that Maxine Waters has a problem with white men? Because all she wants to do is impeach Trump. That's all she says. She just attacks him constantly. Right? Right? Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, what a what a genius. What an absolute genius. Uh, it's coming out right now. Uh, you know, can you um, can you put up? Uh, I don't know if it's on unanchored. 
This is Mike, uh, President Trump on firing Rex Tillerson. But I have not spoken to her. I'll speak to her sometime today. That's the new head. We're very happy with the decision by the House Intelligence Committee saying there was absolutely no collusion with respect to Russia. And uh, it was a very powerful decision, a very strong decision. Backed up, I understand they're going to be releasing hundreds of pages of proof and evidence. Okay. We are very, very... That's all we need. It's, it's tough. You hear the, you hear, what is it, Marine One in the background? It's got to be Marine One in the background. Anyway. Turn off the helicopter. Yeah, I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyway, so oh. listen, I, um, we actually, I'll get some sound bites of uh, the president talking about uh, the relationship. We have that ready to go, the relationship between uh, he and Rex. We'll get that coming up as well as the, the, uh, re- the, the things, the crazy things Hillary said as to why she lost. Normally I wouldn't waste your time, but they're so off the wall, you have to hear it. You're so off the wall. You ha- they're so off the wall. You have to hear it. It's like she's going deplorable all over again. This lady is literally insane. Okay, so I have that uh, coming up for you in about six minutes. Six thirty-three on KNST. Here's the latest from Fox. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM seven ninety, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, let's do it. 641, how you doing? Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Rex Tillerson uh, out. Trump fires him. Didn't see eye to eye on all kinds of stuff. That's cool. He wants to. He's nominating Mike Pompeo, the CIA director, as the secretary of state. They have a close relationship. They see more eye to eye on things. How cool is that? Second thing that I think you need to know, House Intelligence Committee comes out with like a 150-page report, says we have not been able to find any collusion, any conspiracy, uh, whatever word you want to uh, coordination, anything between Russia and Trump. The, and, but they did say we did see some stuff between Hillary, right? Hillary and uh, <clears throat> Russia. Anyway, so uh, that's what they said. Democrats are upset with this. We want more. We want to call back witnesses. Good luck with that. By the way, the network's 58 seconds of coverage between ABC and CBS, zero on NBC about this report. But they all talk about Russian Trump, I mean, like every day, except for this, when it's this news. But, there's, you know, Jeff Flake's right. No such thing as fake news. Third thing that I think you need to know, this is just coming out, um, National Federation of Business put out a survey. American small businesses are feeling more optimistic than any point in almost 35 years. 35 years. Small business optimism rose to 107.6 in February, up 106 from 106.9 in January. Economists, of course, expected it to remain almost flat at 107. Small business owners are telling us loud and clear they're optimistic, ready to hire, prepared to raise wages, said the National Federation of Business Chief Economist Bill Dunkelberg. Wow. But, you know, let's just be worried about the whole tariff thing and stuff like that. And Yeah, 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 sure. Three things I think you need to know. Now, really quick, uh, this was President Trump just a couple of minutes ago. We play the uh, President Trump. Somebody, he, he was talking, they asked him, what about uh, Rex? Why'd you do this? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. He had nothing but nice things to say about Rex, which you would expect, by the way. I mean, he's not going to say anything bad. I, I would hope he wouldn't say anything bad. Uh, so this is what uh, he said uh, uh, on the lawn. The White House, here we go. Rex and I have been talking about this for a long time. Uh, we, we got along actually quite well. But we disagreed on things. When you look at 
uh, the Iran deal. I think it's terrible. I guess he thought it was okay. I wanted to either break it or do something, and he felt a little bit differently. Ooh. So we were not really thinking the same. With Mike, Mike Pompeo, we have a uh, very similar thought process. I think it's going to go very well. Rex is a very good man. I like Rex a lot. I really appreciate his commitment and his service. And I'll be speaking to Rex over a long period of time. There you go. Now, throw me up over there if you don't mind, uh, tough guy. Uh, this is the Trump talking about uh, what he thinks of Mike Pompeo. Listen to yeah, this. now for quite some time. Tremendous energy, tremendous intellect. We're always on the same wavelength. Uh, the relationship has been very good, and uh, that's what I need as Secretary of State. I wish Rex Tillerson well. Gina, by the way, who I know very well, who I've worked very closely, will be the first woman director of the CIA. She's an outstanding person who also I have gotten to know very well. So I've gotten to know a lot of people very well over the last year. And I'm really at a point where we're getting very close to having the cabinet and other things that I want. But I think Mike Pompeo will be a truly great Secretary of State. I have total confidence in him. And as far as Rex Tillerson is concerned, I very much appreciate his commitment and his service, and I wish him well. There you go. Apparently, uh, Rex is in Africa doing some kind of a trip, and he was sick and stuff like that. And it's just coming out now, Daily Mail reporting, the Undersecretary of State, Steve Goldstein, said Trump did not speak to Tillerson and Tillerson has no idea why he was fired. Secretary did not speak to the president and is unaware of the reason, but he's grateful for the opportunity to serve, Goldstein said, or Goldstein said, what, Goldstein. Um, that's it. So Gina Haspel, you heard that, Gina, she's becoming the first ever woman to be director of the CIA. Uh, she has a uh, big-time career at the CIA and has been involved in black sites. That's what it says, black sites. So she knows the ins, the outs, the secrets, you name it. Um, now, remember, how can Trump do this when Trump hates women? Doesn't respect him, right? Isn't that what it is? As he, uh, here is a famous quote, I think, from Trump, as he would agree, only Rosie O'Donnell. It's <laughs> the only one he doesn't respect. Only Rosie O'Donnell. And maybe low IQ Maxine Waters. Maybe low IQ Maxine Waters. Yeah, funny, that guy that we played the soundbite earlier, uh, Trump's going after uh, Maxine, it's racist that he said that. Was it racist when he attacked Rosie O'Donnell or Megyn Kelly? I mean, get out of here, you dingbat. We're over this. We're so over this. Everything's racist. Everything's, you can't say anything bad about anybody else. They're not the same color as you, and then you're racist and blah, 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 blah. So there you go. Um, so, all right, you have that. Now let's go to Hillary, because this is just comical. This is flat-out freaking comical. Hillary is in India. She's in Mumbai. And uh, she's on a stage taking questions from a guy. And uh, the guy asks her, let's play number, um, let's play, which, oh, let's do 120, let, let, you know what, let's do 130 first. No, 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 I'm sorry, let's do 129. Let's, this is before he asked her about how she could lose after the Billy Bush tape, which I thought was pretty funny. This is the first thing she said. This is where she, this is deplorable. She's going back to the deplorable comments. 
Listen to what she says. Again, she's making excuses to why she lost. Nobody liked her. She just sucked. She had no idea. She can't come to grips with that. She literally has accomplished nothing. What has she done that's been good? You still can't do it. Anyway, listen, listen to what she said. Here we go. If you look at the map of the United States, there's all that red in the middle where Trump won. I win the coasts. I win, you know, Illinois and Minnesota, places like that. But what the map doesn't show you is that I won the places that represent two-thirds of America's gross domestic product. Oh. So I won the places that oh boy. are optimistic, diverse, dynamic, moving forward. And his whole campaign, Make America Great Again, was looking backwards. Oh, you're, you know, you're you didn't backwards. like black people getting rights. You don't like what? women, you know, getting jobs. You don't want to, you know, see that Indian American succeeding more than you are. Whatever your problem is, I'm going to solve it. Wow. What a piece of crap she is, huh? You don't want black people to have rights? Yeah, well, you know, I'm voting for Trump because I don't want black people to have rights. Excuse me? Of course, black unemployment is... He already hit the, the record low, and it's like one-tenth of a point higher than what it was back in December. But how insulting is that? What a, You know what? You, she is so dumb. If she would be the leader of the free world, and there are still people that think she could actually do the job and do it well, and those people are just clueless. They're ignorant. I'm not going to call them stupid. They're ignorant. But the fact that, I mean, what a disgusting thing to say. You don't want black people to get rights? You don't want women to work? And, he, of course, he just hired the woman to be the head of the CIA. You don't want women to... What? Of course I want women to work. I want my wife to work. She better bring in some cashish. <laughs> what? A, I mean, what a... I don't know. What a, she's just such a piece of crap. And the fact that anybody gives her the time of day now is ridiculous. Well, she got to go to and India. A little bit. To yeah, it's true. Oh, it gets her. But she's going deplorable all over again. Backwards. You well, listen, we're trying to go backwards. Back to when black people were to the back of the bus. They didn't have any rights. Yeah, that's what I, that's exactly what Trump said. You know what, Hillary? You're just you just sucked. Nobody liked you. you had no ideas. You're you're one of the most overrated people in the history of this country. That's what it comes down to. She's one of the most overrated people in her own mind and in other people's minds. It's just disgusting what she said. Go away. I mean, just going back to the fact in the campaign she presented, zero ideas yes. for making the country better. Build bridges, not walls. Shut up. Anyway, let's do another else. She then decided to forget insulting you. She went after white women. White women are too dumb to make decisions on their own. That's why she lost 130. This is, how can you lose after the Billy Bush tape? What happened there? Trump got 52% of the women vote. What happened there? Listen to this. Democrats... Going back to my husband, even before, but just in recent times, going back to Bill and 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 uh, our candidates, and then President Obama, have been losing the white vote, including white women. Oh. Uh, we do not do well with white men, and we don't do well with married white women. Oh. Um, and part of that is pause it. A, an idea. Oh, you don't. So it's only the single white. It's women, women, people that depend on government is what she's trying to say. He said there we think there are people that depend on government. So we appeal to them to try to win their vote. That's what it comes down to. I'm not saying white women that aren't married have to depend on government, but that's what she's going for. Say it like it is. Here we go. A an identification with the Republican Party. They have that. Uh, yeah. And a, uh, a a sort of ongoing pressure uh, to uh, 
uh, vote the way that your husband, your boss, uh, your mm. son, whoever, yes. uh, believes you should. There, you're too dumb to think for yourself. So if you depend on government for things uh, and you're too dumb to get them on your own, you will vote for me. What well, I'm going to play it for my wife just to fire her up. I think it's funny to fire her up. One more. Um, here we go on Hillary. There's also another reason white women didn't vote for her. Here we go. What happened in my election is I was on the way to winning mm-hmm. um, sure you white were. women until <clears throat> former director of the FBI, Jim Comey, oh. dropped that uh, very ill-advised letter on October the 28th. And my numbers just went down because all and I heard a lot of anecdotal evidence about this. People have written about it. All of a sudden, you know, white women who were going to vote for me and frankly standing up to the men in their lives and the men in their workplaces uh, were being told, she's going to jail. You know, you don't want to vote for her. You should be you in know, jail. It's going to be terrible. You can't vote for that. So it just, it stopped my momentum and it decreased my vote uh, enough because I was, I was ahead, I was winning. Oh, and yeah, sure. I thought I had fought my way back in the 10 days from that letter until... Uh, the election, I fell a little bit short. And so I think that it, it was part of a historical a trend that I was bucking, and then it collapsed on There me. you go. So it's Jim Comey's fault, too, because he was such a big Trump fan, right? 653 will continue. It's KNST. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BANK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BANK to 200-200. Seven oh seven. It's your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM seven ninety two. Sounds most stimulating talk. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, Rex Tillerson is out as Secretary of State, fired this morning by President Trump. And I guess one of the big things is that uh, he and Rex didn't he give an example. He said he's a nice guy. We got along. Didn't see eye to eye on everything. One of the things was. The Iran deal. Why the hell would Rex be for the Iran deal? Oh, man, whatever. He's out. Uh, Trump has nominated CIA Director Mike Pompeo to be the next Secretary of State. They have a very tight relationship. And Trump has also said he wants uh, a a woman. Uh, Her name is uh, Gina. I forget her last name. You wouldn't know it anyway. She's not an elected lawmaker. A lot of lawmakers are usually named ahead of the CIA. She's a career uh, worker at the CIA. Gina Haspel. She becomes the first ever woman to be director of the CIA, even though Trump hates women or Republicans hate women, and they don't want him to work and stuff like that. That's what Trump did. He named her to be the head. Good for him. Second thing, I think you need to know, House Intelligence Committee came out with a report on the Trump-Russia collusion, and they found no coordination, no collusion, nothing going on between Russia and Trump. And that got zero seconds of coverage on NBC and a combined 58 seconds between CBS and ABC uh, even though that they did like the most coverage ever of Russia and Trump, number one thing they covered for for like what the past uh, two months in that story, ninety one percent of Trump coverage negative. All they did was talk about Russia, Trump, Trump, Russia. When it comes out, there's nothing going on between them. They ignore it. Isn't that nice? Third thing, I think you need to know the economy is soaring. Uh, small businesses 
they are feeling more optimistic than they have in almost 35 years. 35 years. National Federation of Business uh, had a survey. They put it out this morning that uh, the Small Business Optimism Index rose to 107.6 from 106.9. They thought it would be 107. It's the second highest level the survey has been since 1973 when they started this. Small business owners say they are optimistic, ready to hire, prepared to raise wages, according to the National Federation of Independent Business Chief Economist Bill Dunkelberg. Those are, that's a big deal. Three things I think you need to know. To know, to know. So, all right. We have that. Now, well, let me ask you a question. Are you white? Uh, why are you asking that, Gary? I'm just, you know, look. It shouldn't matter. Do you think it'd be, uh, what do you think would happen if a restaurant was like, listen, we're going to charge Hispanic people more. You imagine the outrage? Well, not you even there anymore. You imagine the outrage? Well, black, we're going to charge black people more. Whoa, <laughs> baby. What if a baker was like, listen, I can, I have no problem selling cupcakes and donuts and regular cakes to gay people, but I can't bake a cake for a gay wedding. Oh, going to put you out of business, you jerks. You, But it violates my religious belief. Doesn't matter. You must believe what I believe, and I'll sue you to make it happen. Okay, it's great. That's why I thought this story was interesting. White people always get in the shaft. Well, you deserve it. You've had it good for a long time. Okay, thank you. Story from Indy100.com. It's down in, uh, it's from The Independent. Ready? A restaurant is charging white customers more to highlight racial wealth inequalities. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I know. Race war! Yep. Race war! It's like the soup Nazi. You want bread? $3. $3. You're giving it for free, everybody else. That's it. No soup for you. But this is true. This is actually happening. A restaurant in New Orleans, they want to raise awareness. There is a major, major disparity in wealth when it comes to race. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. How many times have you had a job where you're like, well, you know, we were going to offer you 75, but you're white, so it'll be 85. You know, we were going to offer you 75, but since you're not white, you get 62. I don't believe that actually happens. Whatever. Uh, there is a pop-up restaurant in Louisiana City run by a local Nigerian chef named Tunde Wei, charging white customers $18 extra for their meal. $18 extra in New Orleans. It's a pop-up restaurant. That means it just like randomly pops up. That's what they do. Um, there's a sign. and The restaurant is called S-A-A-R-T-J. I don't even know what the hell that is. I'm not one, I'm not wild on uh, experimenting. I pretty much, I, I draw the line at, uh, you know, I go to the Italian food places, the Chinese food, the Japanese food. Uh, what else do you want? Uh, Mexican food, of course. I've had, um, um, Miss Saigon's, what, Vietnamese? Uh, yes. I think so, yes. Yes, I've had that, delicious. Get some pho. Yep. Uh, I mean, I've done all that stuff, so I, I am not a big fan of uh, trying a lot of other stuff, you know? Don't think I'd be going to the Nigerian food. It's just, I'm a very cautious eater, let's just put it that way. Greek food, love the Greek food. Pizza, so good. Well, that's the Italian. So, 
Uh, apparently, there was a chef in Melbourne, Australia, that was charging a man tax due to gender pay, the gender pay gap. So now uh, this other one is charging an increase to highlight the racial pay gap in Nolens. It's funny. It's always an increase. Why not just charge less? Why not just say this is what it costs? We'll give a major discount. So it says here in this story, in 2013, a study found the average household income of an African-American in the city, New Orleans, was 54% lower than that of a white person. Now, why is that, though? Why is that? Is it the upbringing? Is it the lack of a, a nuclear family? What, what is it? Doesn't matter. It's just not right. So customers have two, uh, two price options at this pop-up restaurant in New Orleans. 12 bucks or 30 bucks, depending, I guess, on your skin color. Now, he is not, he is not forcing white people to pay the extra $18. He is asking white customers if they will consider the suggested price, the white price of $30 more. Yeah. Now, I'm looking at the picture of this restaurant on this story. I'll put this on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it, and you'll see it. Um, it said there's a little like an A-frame chalkboard sign right outside of it. It says, this is more than lunch. This is an experiment. How can you impact racial wealth disparity? Now, for me, I'm like, all right, you're Nigerian. I don't like the fact that you want to target white people and charge them more because of their skin color. Um, I can impact racial with a racial wealth disparity by not giving you any of my money. And you can take it any way you want. If you say that stinks because you don't want to give me money because I'm black and you're not, that's your problem. But that's how I would do it. I would choose to not give money to stupid people. Not only your color, it's your, it's your intelligence or lack of it. So, oh, it says, okay, sorry, Ryan's on the website, S-A-A-R-T-J. That's the name of the restaurant. It combines food with critical discourse. It says on their website, we are a space for important and erstwhile marginalized perspectives. Excuse me. We cook and discuss what ought to be acknowledged. Finger snaps. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? Are they making jambalaya? Is this why people in Nigeria are always hungry? Because they don't want to bother eating the food because you have to deal with this when you have to eat it? Anyway. Um, did this guy not know what happened to Starbucks when they were like, hey, baristas, talk about race relations when people are waiting for their coffee. <laughs> Nothing says I'm hungry. Let's go talk about why white people have it better than everybody else. All right, so anyway, there's a website called civileats.com. Yes, there's, there's something for everyone out there in America. And this Nigerian chef told Civil Eats the standard price was available to all customers while the suggested price was offered to white customers. The pricing differential, yeah, represents the wage disparity between black and white households. The net profit collected from sales at the suggested price was redistributed to customers of color. Don't you love that? So not only do they charge you more, they gave that extra money back to people of color just because they're a person of color. The temporary scheme ran for a month, proved to be successful, and helped create discussions, this person said. Around 78% of white customers have chosen to pay the extra fee. Can you imagine that? You have this guy looking at you, and he's like, oh, yeah, you're going to pay that extra fee since you're white? And you're looking at this guy. Now, at that point, I'd turn around and go, screw you, buddy, and I'd walk away. But I guess if people felt guilty, they'd do it. Or if people really liked the food, maybe it was really good. They're like, if I don't pay that extra money, what is he going to do to my food? Is he going to spit in it? Is something bad going to happen? 78% of white people paid the extra $18? What are they, dumb?
You know what? I would have had a pop-up business. I'm not going to give you any food. I'd just be like, listen, there's major wealth disparity, uh, wealth inequality where we are. This is a pop-up tent. This is where you can get rid of your guilt. Um, white people, I encourage you just to give an extra $10, which a portion of it will be redistributed to other people that are not white. You should do this. And I'd uh, keep half for myself. If they're that dumb to pay an extra 18 bucks for no reason but them being white, Holy crap. And he gets, you ready for this? He said that uh, he thought there was positive social pressure. And it was that people gave because it was, it felt like they were doing something to help others. And he added, refusing to pay more comes off as antisocial, and people don't want to be judged for that. People look on the other side of the till and see me standing there, and they're thinking, I'm judging them. So he loved doing that. He loved making white people feel guilty. He said if they couldn't pay a higher amount, they gave me a list of caveats why they couldn't. So this guy loved it. He loved it. You know, no is a word that's easily used. It's not used enough. No. Except by wives. But everybody else, it's not used enough. I really want that 79-inch TV. No! All right, well. I really want that extra beer. No! Oh, man. So uh, even says even black customers offered to pay the higher price, but he insisted it wasn't necessary for them. Is this? I mean, is this not against the law? There's a law for everything, isn't there? Now again, I don't even think there should be a law. I think if you're dumb enough to pay the extra, you should pay the extra. Nobody's forcing you to do it. Just let the free market rule and go use a different restaurant, right? He said, "I wanted to educate people about racial wealth inequality." What about people get paid for the work they do? Anyway, the restaurant, it says here, is named after the famous story of an enslaved South African who was, who was toured around Europe in a freak show, and they now have another pop-up plan in Detroit, Michigan. He's going to go around popping up this thing, making white people pay extra. Isn't that nice? Isn't that great? Oh, yeah. Of course, there was a story, did you see it last week, where a black South African lawmaker said he wanted to slit the throats of white people? Take more of their land? That's nice. Mm. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Um, what would you do if you saw this? 880-KNST. I have a feeling, but I'm just putting it out there. 880-KNST, 880-5678. This is also, you know what this reminds me of? And it's not like the whole racist thing, but when you go, and we've talked about this on the show, but when you go to a restaurant, you go to like a, a non-restaurant restaurant, you know what I'm saying? Well, a place we don't get service. A place where you go up and you order a sandwich, they make it for you, or you order something. They don't do anything else. They get paid now 10 bucks an hour in the state of Arizona to have this job, and yet a tip line comes up. If you have to go to a place and you order and they throw it on a plate and you take it and you walk back and you get your own drinks and everything else, there is no need to have a tip. And I honestly can't stand business owners that let that happen. There should not be a tip jar. The only people that should get tipped are servers and bartenders. And, of course, busboys, but you don't tip them. They get out of it. Uh, anyway, so uh, they get that from the, the servers. But owners, to my in my, in my mind, owners that let uh, customers feel pressured to give a tip, because you know what always, I go to, there's a sandwich place I go to once in a while. And these people, they get paid 10 bucks an hour to make a freaking sandwich. Why should I tip you? This is part of your job. You get hired to make the sandwich. If you want tips, go become a server and you get paid significantly less. You should, do servers get paid? I mean, I know it's 10 bucks an hour minimum wage, but I know that servers used to get paid back when I was a server in this state when I moved here. $2.13 an hour because you got tips. 
Do they get paid 10 bucks an hour now to be a server? I don't even know. Maybe. That's garbage. Um, Do you tip at a buffet where you serve yourself? I don't go to buffets. That's another thing, though. So what do you do at a buffet? If somebody, what do they, what do they, they bring click? you water or whatever you order, you drink, and then they leave you alone because you're doing all the work yourself. So how much should you tip there? What is that movie with uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie? <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> but that's just, that, this is, this is, reminds me of it a little bit. And I get pissed off at that. Anyway, so there you go. You are getting paid. You're getting charged more. And they think this is okay. How long until this pops up here in Tucson? You get something right here in Tucson, right? How much? It's, it'll, it'll happen at some point. Well, I won't be eating there. I know that. And that's the whole thing. I will not be giving you any of my money. And it's not based on race. It's based on the fact that I think you're a jerk. So there you go. go. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have more stories. Oh, this one's going viral. Um, A a woman in Marana was getting married. She was actually in her wedding dress when she was arrested. And there's a big picture of it. Do you know why? Do you know how? Do you hear anything about this? Wedding day arrest. We'll get to that and your reaction. It's coming up. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 792, Zon's Most Stimulating Talk. 729, thanks for hanging out. Uh, Hey, if you're in the Saddlebrook area, I'll be giving a speech somewhere at Saddlebrook. I don't exactly know where, but it's, they have like, I, I, it's. I could be yelling from the corner. I'm not even, it's, I don't know. They just, there's like a couple of different parts of Saddlebrook. It's the main area of Saddlebrook, if that makes sense. Uh, Saddlebrook Republican Club. Contact them. They'll do it. Um, I will speak very loudly. I will uh, I will talk about why there's uh, there's really not much use. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. <clears throat> I will ask. Listen, if you're not living in Saddlebrook, I will ask the ultimate question. I know you want to ask this about older people. Why do you drive with the blinker on? And I can ask that. And I'm brave because I will outrun them. Now, granted, they'll probably pack in heat because it's there anyway. So uh, I'll be up there tomorrow. I think it starts at like four o'clock or something like that. So. Uh, they asked me to get up there and do that, so I'm going to get up there and do that, and I'm going to have a lot of fun, and it's going to be like an extension of the show, so you know it's going to be a damn good time. Plus, I'm good looking. So anyway, uh, going to be a high about 83 and sunny. No? 83 today and sunny. Uh, real quick, John Roberts of Fox just tweeted out, Trump plays the hold my beer game with himself. Thursday, Trump. How about those tariffs? Trump, hold my beer. North Korea, today, Trump. How about those that house intel finding? Trump, hold my beer. It's just kind of, hold my beer, I'm going to fire Rex. Hold my beer. He moves at lightning speed. That's what we want. Thor, welcome to KNST. Hello. How are you doing, all right? All right, Thor, are you listening on iHeart in Tennessee? Yeah, I'm on the iHeart radio app. Yeah, well, I listen to you when I'm at home. You know, we're going to go back to Arizona in a couple of days. I'm heading back west. <laughs> I, I hear the Tennessee accent. It's fantastic. No, it ain't no Tennessee yeah, accent. I, I you know, know it's a New York accent. I know, I know, I know. What's on your mind, Thor? Thank you for listening on the iHeart app. Uh, well, you know what you were talking about with regard to the restaurants. The way I look at it is when I go to a restaurant, I'm spending my money. You know, it, you're supposed to be there for my benefit. I'm giving you my hard-earned money. You should be bending over backwards to make me happy. And then if you're going to have a disparaging fee for me, that's just totally unacceptable. It's like going to a different, you know, uh, uh, like going to McDonald's, for example, and you're going to charge me like $10 for a Big Mac and everybody else gets it for $2. It's exactly. It's, it's stupid, man. And then there was somebody that called earlier and told Ryan – that you should you should tip the cooks. No, they get paid no, no, a no. wage or he a salary. He likes to tip the cooks. What's wrong with these? What did they? What, what's wrong with you? Why would you tip the cook? 
You reason you tip people is because they get paid less than minimum wage. That's the whole freaking point. Absolutely. Like if Ugh. I go to Peter Luger's, like if, if I go to Peter Luger's, yeah. you know, it's a different story. You know, you give a, you give a nice. Listen, it all depends on the server. Exactly. If they're a horrible server. They don't get a tip from me. I don't care. Exactly. But if they're, if they're great, I give them an awesome tip, and they remember me the next time. But you don't go to Subway or, as back in New York, a deli and tip Vinny with the sleeves rolled up for making your egg sandwich, <laughs> right? Or making your no. roast beef on, on the Kaiser. You don't do that. You don't do that. No. Exactly. Don't don't bet the ponies. That's my tip. Well, yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> don't eat yellow snow. Hey, Thor, thank you, man. Thanks for listening, buddy. Safe travels. Take care. Why are you, you so greedy, man? Oh, I hate you so much. I'm an over-tipper. I am an over-tipper. Uh, by the way, this Marana bride, I got to put this up, too. I'll put it up later. This is just a great story uh, because it wasn't my bride. And it's, I saw it this morning on Fox. I'm like, look at that picture. There's a chick in a wedding dress getting arrested. She's putting in a cop car. Oh, that was in Marana. See, you want to know why? Because that's how Marana chicks party, even if they're what? <laughs> I'm just, <clears throat> what? You don't live in Marana. Your kid goes to Marana schools. What do you want from me? Nothing, but I sent you that story. You didn't read it? You didn't read my emails this morning? I did. I'm looking right at it. I saw it also, and then you sent it to me. I Once in a while, First you do don't your job. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know who you are anymore. All right, really quick. Uh, this, this bri- Imagine this on your wedding day. I mean, she's literally getting cuffed in her wedding dress. In her wedding dress. <laughs> and the Miranda PD sent it out like, yeah, this is why you don't want to drink and drive. Amber Young. Now everybody's going to know her. Wait, <laughs> I know Amber. Yes. She's now famous across the world because this is viral everywhere. Uh, she was arrested while driving to her wedding because she was driving allegedly while impaired. And a photo. Um, according to uh, Marana PD Sergeant Criswell Scott, Marana PD tweeted the picture. I mean, oof. How about that? You know, you imagine, what did you think she's going to put this up in like her wedding her wedding album? Is that going to have, you know, you have the, the pictures? The memories. Yeah, or put this on the wall. This is what happened on the day of our, it was the happiest day of my life. Look, I got arrested for driving while. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, she was released after submitting to a blood draw. She's 32. She did not take a breath test, so there's nobody knows. Anyway, she was uh, her arrest was preceded by a three-vehicle wreck. She was the one person that suffered minor injuries. Oh, one person suffered minor injuries, was taken to the hospital, not her. So she was driving allegedly impaired. And uh, Ch- the guy from uh, Marana PD, Criswell Scott, Sergeant Criswell Scott, tweeted, don't drive impaired till death do we part doesn't need any help. Oh, how about that? 7.35 now on KNSC AM 790. Um, this is, uh, I'll put that on my Facebook page as well, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, yeah, Trump's going to the uh, border wall out in California. You want to know what the Mexicans think of the border wall? What they actually said, what they're going to do? Oh, baby. And then there is a uh, there is a Regina Romero like person in a California city that wants to go after companies building the wall. We'll get to that as well. Coming up right now on KNST. Here's Fox. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The morning ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. So it's seven forty two. I just got a Facebook message from Bobby listening. On the iHeart iHeart app in Colorado. If you haven't downloaded the iHeart Radio app, you need to. That way, you can listen all the time, no matter where you are. And I, I really enjoy it uh, that you are 
that into the show that if you're in some other state or if you're somewhere else in Arizona, you'll listen on the iHeart app. I appreciate that. I'm, I'm honored. Uh, Bobby uh, says, second home in Saddlebrook and up here in Colorado most of the time. Listen to you on the iHeart radio app almost every morning. Wish, uh, wish my wife and I were going to be there when you speak in the brook. Uh, that's, what the, that's what they call Saddlebrook, the brook. Kind of like the hood. It's a shady crew. Uh, she does tell me when I leave the blinker on. Love you, man. <laughs> and he's, we are not all using walkers here in Saddlebrook. Fair enough. I believe I'm still quicker. But anyway, uh, I'll be at Saddlebrook tomorrow giving uh, some kind of a talk. You know, what are you going to talk about? I don't know. Probably decide when I start talking. Like this show. I just make it up. If I speak authoritatively enough and start telling you things, you're going to believe me. It works on everyone but Try my it. wife. <laughs> anyway, three things I think you need to know. I'm just kidding. Three things. It's going to be fun. I'll tell you that. Three things I think you need to know. Salty language. One, Rex Tillerson out as Secretary of State. Trump said, I'm done with him. We didn't see eye to eye on everything. Uh, one big factor, the, uh, the Iran deal. Tillerson wanted to leave it. Trump wanted to get rid of it. You go with that. He has nominated Mike Pompeo, the CIA director, to be the head of uh, Secretary of State. And a lady, a uh, woman, to run the CIA who's been there for 32 years. Of course, he hates women, right? Doesn't like women. That's what they say. Second thing that I think you need to know, the House Intelligence Committee came out with a 150-page report saying we have found no collusion, no coordination, no conspiracy between Russia and Trump. Democrats don't believe it because that's just what they do. The uh, ABC and NBC gave a, I'm sorry, ABC and CBS gave a combined 58 seconds of coverage of that. NBC, zero. Third thing I think you need to know, small businesses looking good. They are feeling more optimistic than they have in about 35 years, according to the National Federation of Business. They put out a survey. It's the second highest uh, optimism level, 107.6, second highest since the survey began in 1973. 1983 was the highest back in the Reagan years. Small business owners say they are optimistic, ready to hire, prepared to raise wages. That's what the chief economist uh, of the National Federation of uh, Independent Businesses has said. Three things I think you need to know. I found this to be interesting. And Trump just tweeted he is on his way to see the border wall prototypes out in California. There's going to be protests. Of course there's going to be protests in California. You know, if you ask people in California that are against the wall, if you could build a wall that would keep out Trump, would you like to do it? You know they'd say yes. 100%. 100%. And there was a story on Yahoo News that I thought it was very interesting. Undaunted by Trump's wall, migrants vow to go over it. It just got 10 feet taller. Yep. They uh, talked to, in this story, somebody named Eladio Sanchez. Unimpressed by the eight border wall prototypes that are near his house. He's in Tijuana, Mexico. I love how they say it. Almost within spitting distance where Trump will visit. At age 30, he has already snuck over the border several times. Which is why we need a wall. He doesn't expect Trump's wall will have much of an effect on undocumented migrants like him. That's because you're stupid. Mm -hmm. Pointing to the prototype, the only one with an angular barrier at the top. It's a concrete structure built by a company out of Texas. He says it may slow him down a little more than others, but quote, you can get over it anyway. It's just a little more complicated, he said, but people are always looking for a way to get over out of necessity. Not because we want to. Don't you? Right there. This is what caught my eye. So you have these morons like Jeff Flake. Oh, they just want to come here for a better life. And things like that. And Grahalva and the rest of these dingbats. 
They don't come all out of here. They don't want they want to come to America because they love America. They want our money. And that sucks. It drives down wages. It, they, they get benefits. They don't want to. They have to. Not my problem. Not my problem. Right? And I love this story. It's from uh, Agent AFP, Agents France Prince. That's who writes this story. Anyway, um, he said that, uh, he said in, in Tijuana, the prototypes look like, is what they, they wrote here, the reporter. It looks like the latest slap in the face from a man who launched his presidential campaign calling Mexican immigrants criminals and rapists and has since driven U.S.-Mexican relations to the lowest point in recent memory. Because he's standing up for ourselves. By the way, that's objective writing from a reporter, isn't it? Slap in the face. Is that a slap in the face that they keep coming over here to take our money? That's it. Sanchez said, Trump wants to just tell us he's here, that he's going to do what he promised with the wall. We will never pay. And not, okay, great. So anyway, um, he said it all started with Bill Clinton. They put a little chain link fence up with some barbed wire. He said they just keep adding, making it taller. That's what the Mexican guy said. Um, now it says here, you ready? This is from Sergio Tamay in this story, the founder of immigrant advocacy group, Angels Without Borders. Talking about the 11 million illegals, and it's got to be way more than that, living in America. They are proof that it's possible to get through. More Mexicans are getting through all the time, which is again, why we need a wall. This guy runs a shelter for migrants in the border city of Mexicali. The migrant hotel, as it's known, is not far from the rusted metal border fence that separates the two cities. On the Mexican side, the fence is covered in colorful graffiti, including the words, penetrate me, in giant letters. Oh, yeah. Migrants, he said, will always find a way. The desert, the mountains, human traffickers, you can't take away their desire to cross the other side. They want to build a better life. Okay, sure. Now, Carmelo Alfaro, 56, sitting on a mattress on the floor of the, in the migrant hotel. Doesn't like Trump. Quote, everything is more difficult with Trump. He's really racist. Don't you love that? He's really racist because he wants to make sure that we have a border. He wants to make sure people don't sneak in and break our laws. By doing it, by the way, and then who knows what else happens. So he's racist by wanting to protect his country. That's Trump. Okay, is Mexico racist by putting their army on their southern border? Anyway, everything's more difficult. He's making it harder. He's really racist. No, follow the law. This guy was deported recently after working for 15 years as a gardener in San Francisco. He now plans to move back all alone to his native state of Jalisco. He said he's resigned to living the rest of his life without his three U.S.-born children. He and his wife decided they would be better off in the U.S. Well, a lot of people do. Doesn't mean he could just come over. I love this. 56. The elderly deportee who cleans the hotel, Salvador Moreno. More optimistic. This guy's a native of Western State, Mihoke. No, it's not the 56. He's older. He was deported from California two years ago and has since tried to go back twice, both times arrested by Border Patrol. It's harder for us now, but God willing, I'll go back. We have to sit back and let this happen? Really? Give me a break. Can this guy hang on? We're, we, we're just running short on time. You can react to this. Oh, there's, wait till you hear there's going to be people protesting. I'll tell you at 810 about the uh, California version of Regina Romero. Uh, some uh, elected official in a California border town that wants to go after places that are building the border wall. 
We'll get to that. We'll get to Jeff Flake's lame excuse as to why he wants to kill the president's tariffs. It's all happening. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. on this Tuesday, March 13th. What are you doing? Sun is shining. Looks great outside. It sucks back on the East Coast. We laugh. Morning Ritual. Garrett Lewis. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. There are three things I think you need to know. Number one. uh, The Trumpster has fired Rex Tillerson so we don't see eye to eye on some things. We gotta have a clean slate when we get to the whole North Korea situation. Uh, apparently, Rex liked the Iran deal. Trump didn't. That was an example. He has said, I want Mike Pompeo, the CIA director, to be my next secretary of state. They see eye to eye. And even though Trump apparently hates women, doesn't respect him, everything else, he has nominated a woman uh, who's worked at the CIA for 32 years to be the next head of the CIA. Yep. Second thing, I think you need to know, House Intelligence Committee comes out with a report, says we have found zero collusion between Trump and Russia, zero coordination, uh, what other words do you want to use for? What are the other words I have here? Uh, collusion, coordination, conspiracy, nothing. And the networks that have done nothing but Russia all the time gave it 58 seconds of coverage yesterday. 58 between CBS and ABC, zero coverage from NBC. Third thing I think you need to know, economy is freaking moving. The National Federation of Business put out a survey, small businesses are feeling more optimistic than any point since 1983. 35 years. Second highest level of optimism since 1973 when they started the survey. They said business owners are saying they're optimistic, ready to hire, prepared to raise wages. Wow. Tax cuts are having a huge effect. Three things I think you need to know. But don't worry People are going to totally vote out the Republicans that made the tax break happen, right? Come November, right? Sure. Because you know what their Democrats' plan is, right? They don't even know what their, they don't even know what their plan is. I mean, nobody knows what their plan is. They have no plan. I thought it was raise taxes. Their plan is Russia, and that too. Repeal and replace the tax. They, their whole plan is to up the top 1% of tax. They, the, the top, the top uh, uh, earners had their tax cuts lowered. From like 39.6 to 37, they want to bring it back up. That'll make the big difference. Yep, there you go. So there you have it. Three things I think you need to know. So, uh, again, you have uh, Mexicans looking at the wall saying, we'll get over it, doesn't matter. All they do is get across it. Trump is on his way right now to California to go check out the prototypes. Eight different prototypes. I've been told they are fantastic by people that I have in the know. I wish I could tell you more, but I can't tell you more right now. Um, now, there are there are Californians that are protesting Trump going there. They have the big signs of Trump with a circle around it and a diagonal line going through, like the no smoking signs, but no Trump signs, things like that. Uh, again, if they could build, if I would love it if somebody would, you know, a jokester, 
Go ask these people in the crowd. If you could build a wall to keep out Trump, would you do it? Yes! <laughs> I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So the sanctuary state of California is rejecting Trump. You gotta love, we're inclusive and everything, unless we don't like what you do. Um, it says here, San Diego is the largest city on the border to formally oppose Trump's plans. They passed a resolution in 2017 uh, being against pretty much everything that he wants. And it says here in the story by the AP, immigrant activists, church leaders, elected officials held a press conference in San Diego at their historic Chicano Park to call for the demonstrations to show border communities do not support a wall. They stood in front of murals of Mexican revolutionaries and other Latin American icons and chanted, quote, we reject your hate. We don't need your racist wall. Is that racist? Again, so is the wall between your house and your neighbor's house racist? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Nothing against my neighbors. I like my neighbors. I also like my property. Don't come on my property. Stay out. It's true. They feel the same way about me as they should. City Councilman Georgette Gomez, the Regina Romero of San Diego, said it's really important that as a region, as a city, that has firsthand understanding of what the border wall means for our communities, that we stand against this. And we send a strong message to D.C. to say this is something we don't welcome. Listen, the whole being against the border wall makes as much sense as saying a teacher that goes through training and wants to have a concealed firearm to protect people can't teach and have the gun concealed on them at the same time. Like when we asked Rachel uh, Sedgwick, she was against it, and I said, "How?" and it stops them, and I said, how does it stop them? She goes, oh, I guess it doesn't. No kidding. Genius. Genius. What would a ball, what would a wall do negatively to a city? Besides stopping people from crossing the border illegally, what else would, like this is the whole thing. We know what it means for our communities. We stand again. What does it mean? How is it bad? You know. So, yeah, exactly. So she, she, and that's what I asked uh, Leah Marquez Peterson. I, God, I hope she's not the one. There's like, we'll get the other Republicans on. There's like four or five others um, that have challenged her, thank goodness. She thought she'd have an easy way right to it, uh, to to the GOP nominee to um, Martha McSally's current seat. Uh, Good luck. She's the one. She was against the border wall. We asked her that, you know, before even the interview where she didn't know what, she claimed she didn't know what chain migration was. And her lying disqualifies her. Well, it actually qualifies her for Congress. But the fact she didn't know what it was, and I'll go with that, disqualifies her from running for Congress. Not that bright. Or you're a liar. You tell me. Which one? Which one? I'm just curious which one. Anyway, um, Leah Marquez-Peterson was also against the border wall. And I said, why? What does it stop? doesn't stop trade. doesn't stop commerce. That comes on a rail line, and it comes in trucks. They go across the border legally through the checkpoints and whatever else. There's roads. This border wall will be on desert that people sneak through and sometimes die while trying. There's no answer. They have no answer. So anyway, this chick, uh, Georgette Gomez, the councilman out there in San Diego, sponsored the resolution opposing the wall, calling it detrimental to the city's environment and tourism. You ever, you ever uh, go to... I've been to San Diego once. Drove there on the roads. Didn't try to actually illegally enter across the desert. But that's just me. Uh, they also expressed, the, the bill also expressed the city's intent to divest from the companies involved in the construction, financing, and design of the wall. That's what uh, the city council tried to do before the attorney's like, you can't do that. 
Was that the Pima County supervisors? One of me, both. Can't do that. They did. They have a Republican mayor who didn't support the resolution, but didn't veto it. And he's against the border wall, too, by the way. Yeah. In his State of the City address, the San Diego mayor said, when some people look at the U.S.-Mexico border, they see division. Here in San Diego, we view it differently. Rather than allowing the border to divide us, we're building bridges that connect us. Shut up. I mean, what, is that? what does that even mean? Anyway, let's go to uh, uh, Dave. Dave, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, good morning, Garrett. How's it going? All right, so you are a former Border Patrol agent? Yes. Okay. And I since moved on to a different agency. Okay. Yeah, so I, you know, I heard your comments uh, this morning about the border wall, Matt, and uh, so I'm all for a border wall. Um, the ones that I've seen on TV that they're building, the prototypes, um, I don't think they're going to work. Why is that? Um, because it's just one wall, and in all reality, you need two. No, how do you know they're not going to build two? <clears throat> well, again, that's just what I've seen and heard from from the news. So what, um, what, are you, what are you talking about? It would work if there was, like, the same one, and then you build it. You build one wall, and you build the same wall another 20 feet back, so you have the gap in between. Well, yeah, it doesn't necessarily need to be the same wall. It could be something uh, much different, probably less money, but there's no man's land in between, uh, much greater than 20 feet. Um, and Border Patrol, mm-hmm. if you would, would uh, if you will, would own that land, if you will. Okay. Uh, no man's land, that's their opportunity because... Here, here's the thing. Anything built by man can be defeated by man. And so whether they're going to go up and over it, through it, or under it, it's going to happen. It's just going to stall them. And so, yeah, you need no man's land in between that Border, border Patrol can work. And, um, I mean, this is a much greater discussion than what we have time for. But that's, in my opinion, and a, and a lot of other agents that are currently working, hmm. That's what needs to be done. I don't know if they're going to do the two walls with, uh, you know, dead space in between. Um, but we're talking, you know, maybe 100 yards or something in between them, and enough room where they can uh, maneuver their vehicles, um, work on foot, and not be um, in, a, uh, in a coffin, so to speak. Um, but on top of that, let, let's just take a real quick look at China. They've got a wall, right? Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. So if you want, yeah. well, why do you need the two walls? Just because if the people finally get over it or under it, like sensors will happen and they'll kind of be stuck in between because it's going to take a lot of effort to go you know, above or below the other wall. Is that why? You're, you're spot on. Yep. Okay. Because, so, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you say border agents. I mean, we've had Brandon Judd on the show. He's the head of the Border Patrol Union. He's an agent. Yep. Um, yep. He... He said, I mean, all the Border Patrol, everybody, every Border Patrol agent I've talked to says they want the wall. They need the wall. It's got to be the no. wall. Right. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying no to the wall. I'm for the wall, too. I'm just saying I hope society realizes that this isn't going to be the end all. There's going to be plenty of people that get through it, whether it's over it, through it, or under it. And so I hope people aren't like, wait a second, I thought this was supposed to stop it. Have you talked to agents that have seen it? Yeah. Like, like, right, like touched it, seen it, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. have I. And every agent I've talked to that have actually worked on it and, and have seen it, they tell me that it is really, really good and they believe it's really going to work at stopping people from getting past it. Well, so there's some unintended consequences that I think are going to happen. Mm-hmm. For example, down in Nogales, there are trained agents that are certified welders. And all they do is go up and down the steep, no, this is a different wall, but it's a steel wall and or 
the uh, grates, if you will, where the drainage goes from Nogales, Sonora, to Nogales, Arizona. They just go up and down all day, and they monitor that wall, and they go back and weld steel back in place where folks on the south side have torched it and cut it open. So that's their job, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, making sure that thing is not porous. Are we going to have Border Patrol agents that are trained masons to go out there and fix this stuff when they when they eventually get through that wall and they got to fix it? What if they can't get through the wall? Okay, so, I mean... But, but, do you remember the story that they had special forces trying to destroy it, go above it, go below it, and they couldn't do it? Yeah, yep. Well, so uh, again, what, 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 if a special I'm, forces I'll, guy couldn't do it, what makes you think some, you know, person from uh, Honduras who is traveling through the deserts can be able to get over and get through it also? Well, so here, here's the thing. I, I just stand by this. Anything that's made by man can be defeated by man. The only way the Great Wall of China works is for a couple things. Who wants to go there? <laughs> Nobody. Who wants to go to the U.S.? Everybody. We have jobs here. We still have a messed up system where we're not enforcing laws against employers that are hiring exactly. illegal. I agree with you hundred percent that, you know, it's not just the wall. You have to have E-Verify and you have to actually enforce it. Right. But in addition to that, if you cross that wall in China, you probably know what's going to happen to you. Uh, yeah. If you cross the wall in the U S you're probably going to get voluntarily returned. And depending on the U S attorney's stance, you could get 13, 14, 15 recidivist hits before they'll actually prosecute you for illegal reentry. It's it's annoying, man. It's 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 we're not China, and I get it. And I wish we'd be tough. We used to be very tough, and then all of a sudden you have a whole bunch of people that uh, you know they're wacko and they get elected and they get pushed by lobbyists that are wacko and you know, I mean, the, the Trump is the first person to bring back normalcy we've had in a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. I'm I'm all for their job that they're doing down there. I'm all for bo- building a wall. I just I I hope society realizes that this isn't going to be the end all. It's not going to keep everybody out. In addition to that, there's going to be other in, in, uh, unintended consequences when folks try to scale it. You know as well as I do if that wall is thirty or forty feet tall. When they get to the top and they come down the other side, you're going to get people that fall. They're going to get compound fractures. You're going to have to call Borstar in there. You're going to have them rush to the hospital. There's going to be a lot of medical calls for that. That's fine. It's also, you know what, they're not going to get over and cost us a lot more, $135 billion a year in incarceration, in education, in food stamps, local services, state services, federal services. So I'm okay with that. And they'll stop. Once they realize people are going to fall over and die or do something, they'll stop. That's what I think. Well, you know, I got a great email. If a wall is so ineffective, why are they protesting so much? Why is who protesting? The, the left? The, yeah. You know, if it's so ineffective, why are they protesting? You want to know why? Because it's going to work. Well, I, I don't I gotcha. know if it's, if it's that. I just think... Uh, I got gotcha. you. Now, listen, man, I, I'm, I'm just running short on time. It's already 822. Right. But, I, but I appreciate the call, dude. Thank you for your uh, your perspective. Have a good one. You too, man. See, see you later. Um, I was a great email. If a wall is so ineffective, why are they protesting it so much? Because they know it's going to be so effective. That is a great... Thank you very much for that email. That was fantastic. Uh, by the way, I got a... Um, I think we do when we get back, actually. I'm getting more and more people now because I give shout-outs to the ones that are listening on the iHeartRadio app. I'm not dissing the people that... I, I'm not dissing the people that actually listen on the radio, but it's funny to hear the uh, the app stories. And um, where is... Oh, where did it go? Oh, I got... Was the email? Hang on. Just bear with me. I got... Oh, here we go. Email from Dan for Huachuca. 
Garrett, listen to you on the iHeart app, iHeartRadio app on my iPhone here at Fort Huachuca because we have no radio signal in the office and streaming isn't allowed. Love listening to you in the morning. Listen to you melt the snowflakes. Something I thought you needed to know. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. Where's the other two things? 823. Um, I will tell you about also the, uh, the protest for the wall. Does that make sense? The rally, I guess you would say. Not a rally for the wall. We'll get to that. we got to get to Hillary's excuses and Jeff Flake again saying why uh, you can't blame illegal immigration and trade for factories closing. I swear to God, he made the, you got to hear it. We'll get to it. Morning Ritual, Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hey, it's a good thing you're here. He has a lot to tell you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. All right, 840, thank you for hanging out. Beer Club this Thursday. Beer Club for Men meeting this Thursday. Of course, chicks are invited. Uh, Mr. Ons, 5 to 7. 5 to 7. Right? That's uh, that's what it's going to be at Mr. Ron's this Thursday. Oracle and Rudis will love to see you there. There's going to be apparently a uh, uh, Nadia, who uh, runs the uh, the Trump Tucson mega meetup group, is going to be there also. So it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good crowd. Uh, three things that I think you need to know. Number one, and this is a big, big, big thing. Rex Tillerson out as Secretary of State as of this morning. Trump has nominated Mike Pompeo, the CIA director, to be the new boss. Uh, I guess Trump didn't see eye to eye with... Uh, with good old Rexy, Rex in effect, especially about the Iran deal. Rex wanted to keep it. Trump wanted to get rid of it. So there you go. Now, the new head of the CIA is a woman that has been there for 32 years. First time ever the CIA will be run by a woman. And Trump did it! Yeah. Second thing I think you need to know, House Intelligence Report says no collusion. They found over a year they've been investigating. No collusion, no coordination, nothing between Russia and Trump. Democrats just don't want to face reality. They don't believe it. That's nice. Uh, networks gave it uh, less than a minute of airtime yesterday. Zero on NBC, 58 seconds combined with ABC and CBS. But if it was bad, they'd be all over the place. Third thing I think you need to know, small businesses are ready to explode here in America. They are feeling more optimistic than they have since 1983, according to the National Federation of Business. More optimistic than they have in 35 years. Business owners say they're, ready, they're hiring, they're prepared to raise wages, they're optimistic. It's good stuff. Three things I think you need to know. So you have that, right? Okay. Um, Now, there is going to be, this is kind of cool. Trump's off to San Diego. And there are people protesting, of course, the crazy people. And that's fine. We talked about that. The councilwoman, the Romero-type councilwoman who wants to go after businesses that are somehow involved in building the border wall. They're nice. They're nuts in San Diego. Makes me never want to go to San Diego again. Right? The California governor, Jerry Brown, nut job that he is, um, said, uh, he sent a letter to Trump. You see, in California, we focus on bridges, not walls. That's why you're broke, dude. Broke! Anyway. A story from Breitbart. Border activists plan rally to support Trump and the wall today. Oh, Wow. No kidding. So, yeah, apparently there's going to be a big pro-border wall rally. Not just going to be protests, pro-border wall rally. That's pretty cool, right? So, we have that, which is nice. (laughs) Um, I guess the person that um, is in charge of this 
said his organization rep respects free speech. They hope everything's safe. Um, and they that they they want their side covered. They want they want to make sure they get their chance to to state uh, their case as well. Okay, so there you go. Um, now let's talk about Jeff Flake for a second. This guy is so close. You got to hear this. The stupidity between from Jeff Flake and the other utter um hateful remarks. I mean, let's face it, Hillary's remarks were hateful. We'll get to those. But Jeff Flake, once again, not doing anything for us. What what is he doing? What is he doing to try to bring down health care costs, to end Obamacare, to really secure the border? Nothing. Nothing. He wants to now destroy Trump's tariffs. Small business economic, uh, uh, economic optimism is through the roof. Everything is going through the roof economically. And Jeff Flake is trying to get back to what it was, which was bad. Right? So we know for a fact that Americans have been outsourced when companies, thanks to NAFTA, have been able to move their their plants to Mexico or Canada, wherever else, and pay people a lot less. We know this. These are facts. Jeff Flake is not, literally, there's something wrong with him. He's not living in reality. No joke. Listen to what he said. Oh, you got up 127. Listen to what he said on the Senate floor yesterday. Here we go. I understand that it's a challenge on the campaign trail, certainly. It's often Pause it. easier. On, sorry. He also, he also has a bill to nullify the tariffs. That's why he's trying to get support for it. Go ahead. It's often easier to point to a shuttered factory and blame trade or immigration or some other convenient scapegoat. What? Other than what is usually the case, it's modernization or mechanization Mm. or something that has made, that, that has meant that we have increased productivity or simply the best allocation of capital in order to facilitate trade. Pause it. Yeah, uh, best allocation of capital. Pay people pennies on the dollar. Thanks, Jeff. He's acting as if NAFTA has had no impact on these towns throughout the Rust Belt, throughout the Midwest, that are now ghost towns and factories are empty because of this. It's, It's easier to point to a shuttered factory and blame trade or immigration. Some other scapegoat. Live in reality, El Jefe. Uh, do you want some? Do you want some stats? Do you want some stats? In Breitbart, American workers have taken the hardest hit. Massive trade deficits due to free trade with Mexico have left the once booming working middle class Rust Belt region crumbling. Net total of about seven hundred thousand U.S. jobs displaced. Ready? Over fourteen thousand in Wisconsin. Forty-three thousand plus in Michigan. 2,600 plus in West Virginia, 26,000 plus in Pennsylvania, almost 35,000 in Ohio, over 34,000 in New York, 6,500 in Iowa, displaced, 24,000 over that in Indiana, over 34,000, almost 35 displaced in Illinois. But Jeff Flake's like, it's only because of, uh, you know, we, uh, we have, uh, you know, um, <clears throat> uh, we, we have uh, modernization. Get out of here. Let's continue. We've got to aggressively negotiate both bilateral and multilateral trade deals if we're to catch up. If we fail to do this and we continue to withdraw from the uh, global marketplace, we're going to be left far behind. We saw this with regard to the Trans-Pacific Partnership. We pulled out of those negotiations and the other 11 countries involved have simply gone on their own, leaving us behind. Really? This has meant, in particular, countries in Southeast Asia who would like to be part of our trade orbit have no choice but to be more reliant on China. That doesn't serve our interests at all. Really? So they're not going to do any trading with us? 
Remember the soundbite we had Trump talk about the, the spider the spider webs of trades when you know you have to do agreement with like 22 countries or 10 countries or 12 countries. And by the way, so we we didn't do the TPP by the way, and yet our manufacturing we're adding we're adding what was it 300,000 300 we added 300,000 jobs to manufacturing since Trump took office and he did not go with the TPP. So what are you saying, Flake? Trump said we'd rather do one-on-one deals. You know, while we have to do a deal with 10 countries, 20 countries, everybody's going to give and take. You're not going to get the best deal. You go one by one by one by one. And guess what? We're the big dogs on the block. You don't want to do a deal with us. You're on your own. Good luck. Have fun dealing with China. Or they're a nice communist country. So Jeff Flake, what a joke. This, ugh. Uh, Kill the tariffs. I mean, there's... Everything this guy does is wrong, which is why they love him on the mainstream media. They absolutely love him there. You can comment if you like. 880-KNST, 880-5678. This is just, I have another one for you. This The American Civil Liberties Union. The American Civil Liberties Union. They need to change their name. They are suing our Homeland Security uh, Department. Do you want to know why? Wait till you get this. And at 910 this morning, I will get you... The uh, the soundbites of Hillary bashing white women, white men, Trump supporters for being racist and that kind of stuff. Right? I'm gonna t- I'm telling you, it's just you gotta hear it to believe it. It's all coming up. KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. Let's do it. It's 9.07. It's Tuesday. It's March 13th. How you doing? It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Trump fired Rex Tillerson this morning, the Secretary of State. He has said they didn't see eye to eye on everything. We'll find out more in just a couple of minutes. Play some sound bites. Didn't see eye to eye on the Iran deal. Uh, didn't need Rex on the North Korean situation. So uh, clean slate. He's nominated... CIA Director Mike Pompeo to be the next Secretary of State. And then he has picked the first woman to run the CIA. How about that? Gina Haspel. And already a story out, uh, or there was a story out uh, last year. There's a flashback. Um, She was the Deputy Director of the CIA. Now she's going to be the Director. And the New York Times had a story how she had a leading role in torture. Leading role in torture. I'm okay with that. I'm not getting tortured. So anyway, we have that. Uh, se- uh, second thing I think you need to know is, um, and this is uh, this is really incredible, the media. You know, all they did is Russia, Russia, Trump, Trump, right? All over and over and over. Well, the House Intel, the House Intel Committee put out a 150-page report yesterday, said we've studied this for over a year now. There is no collusion, no, coordin- no coordination, nothing between Trump and Russia. And it got zero seconds of coverage on NBC and a combined 58 seconds between ABC and CBS. Uh, Third thing I think you need to know is the economy is booming, booming. National Federation of Business Survey released today. Small businesses are feeling more optimistic than they have since 1983. 
Small business owners are saying loud and clear, according to the chief economist for the National Federation of Independent Businesses, he said they're, they're loud and clear, they're optimistic, ready to hire, prepared to raise wages. Why weren't they like that before, right? Didn't hear about didn't know. Didn't hear, didn't hear that when Obama was president, huh? Three things I think you need to know. So that's cool. Um, really quick, ACLU. We'll get to Hillary in just one second. I saw this story from Breitbart. ACLU and left-wing unions file lawsuit claiming temporary protective status. TPS is, is, should be permanent because Trump said, S-hole countries. Yes. In the class action lawsuit, the ACLU, the International Union of Painters. By the way, if you're a painter that's a legal citizen, you're born here, whatever it is, why would you be for this? You're basically having people come in and take jobs from you and drive down wages. I don't get it. Anyway, in the allied, and tra- the reason the unions are for it, though, is because that's just more people paying fees to the unions, to dues, you know? Um, so the International Union of Painters and Allied Trades and Unite Here. They argued that Trump's closed door meeting comments. Why are all? Why are we don't know if it's true? Why are we all having uh, these people from asshole countries come here? They're saying if anybody is kicked out of the country, anything's happening here. Um, it's because Trump did that, and Trump said that, and and they're suing because Trump said that. They're saying that temporary protected status should be permanent from countries that Trump called asshole countries. That's what they're suing over now. Isn't that just great? Is there any proof, by the way, they actually did say that? Uh, no, because some people say he did, and others say he didn't. I don't know. I have no idea how you, how you do that kind of stuff. I have no clue. No clue. Right? So you have that. All right, so uh, 912 now on KNST. What's the matter? Real quick, are they trying to sue the government or the United States? Is there um, a difference? They, they have filed a lawsuit saying it's unconstitutional that Homeland Security... Uh, say that there should be any end date to temporary protective status. Because I, I found this over here. Yes. You can't sue the United States. Well, I don't know if it works in this situation. It's different. They're, they're, they're suing the Homeland Security Department. You can oh. serve department. You can't sue the... Yeah. So they're doing that because if you remember, uh, there were a lot of people here uh, from El Salvador. They had a two. They, they were already here. And then there was an earthquake in 2001, and Bush was like, all right, they'll get uh, temporary protective status. And finally, last it was the, at some point at the end of last year, 16 years later, uh, Trump's like, enough is enough. You can go home. El Salvador has been rebuilt. I mean, and, I, and then what do you mean we got to go home? We don't want to go home. Even though a lot of them were already here illegally, they got temporary protective status. So he's saying there's got to be an end date. You can't just stay here forever because there's a crisis in your country. Once your country's okay, you have to leave. That's what, and they're saying to the Homeland Security Department, we'll sue you. You can't give an end date. And the reason that uh, you want an end date is because you think these people are from asshole countries, or at least Trump does, and that's just wrong. That's just wrong. The dumbest things ever from the ACLU. They're not even American, man. Not even American. It's crazy. All right, let's play a little uh, Hillary Clinton for you. Hillary Clinton, again, normally would never play this because who cares, but it's so outrageous what she said. Um, she was in Mumbai, India, because nobody really wants to hear her speak in America. I don't know what the hell they're thinking out there in India. Did we, by the way, did we have to pay a tariff to get her there? Did we have to pay? Because, you know, we have to pay to get like Harley Davidson in India. Did we have to pay to get Hillary for them to accept her? 
because if if they didn't demand that they be paid to accept her, they're missing the boat big time. I mean, if they asked Bill Clinton, hey, Bill, if you want your wife to come here, you're going to have to pay us. He'd probably, what, what, how much do I pay? How much, what do I owe? Tariffs. All right, so Hillary, and this is, uh, this is just insane, but whatever. She's in Mumbai, India, and she's on stage, and she's being asked questions. It's at the India Today Conclave in Mumbai. An Indian journalist was asking her about all kinds of things. The guy's name is Arun Puri. Arun Puri. And um, let's, start with the, let's start with the second one. Let's start with 130. Arun Puri said, so Trump had the Billy Bush tape come out, the Access Hollywood. How did he basically said, how did he not beat him? He got 52% of the women's vote. How did that even happen? Here's her answer. Democrats, uh, going back to my husband and even before, but just in recent times, going back to Bill and, and, and uh, our candidates and then President Obama, have been losing the white vote, including white women. Mm. Uh, we do not do well with white men, and we don't do well with married white women. Um, mm, and part of that is a, an identification with the Republican Party, uh, and a, mm. uh, a, a sort of ongoing pressure uh, to uh, vote the way that your husband, your boss, uh, your son, whoever, uh, believes you should. And that's why Hillary only got 48% of the women, white women voted, women votes. Because women like my wife were pissed. She didn't like the way uh, Hillary just tried to take advantage of women. You should vote for me just because I have a vagina. You have one, too. Let's all stick together in the V Club, whatever. And, and let me just think of that. Look, you, you're, you don't, you're too stupid. You white women, you just can't even think for yourselves. You have to do what your husband tells you to do. Really? Okay. Again, now you also know why Bill uh, wanted to go to other women. Because would anybody want to hang out with that? <clears throat> I'll just say it. Why not? How disrespectful. I mean, she is so dumb. Can you? Again, I can't say this enough. Maybe the most overrated person in the history of this country. She is that dumb. She has literally accomplished nothing. She is so clueless and stupid that she's still making up excuses as to why she lost by insulting large groups of people. But Trump's the one that divides, right? Trump's the one that divides. And then she just said that stupid, crazy crap. I've not, I mean, she is so... Ugh. White women are just dumb. They can only do what their husbands say and sons say. I can, I can only... Listen, I have a white wife. I wish that were the case. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. I wish if Hillary knows the way to make white women listen to their husbands, I wish she'd tell me. I think it's just about any woman listen to but, their husband. But she specifically I said, said white. white. Yeah. She specifically she brought up the white thing. So I'm, it's all I can I can say you have a white wife, I, I, I have a white wife. She needs a tan. <laughs> <laughs> Summer's coming. <laughs> And then she'll listen better. Uh-huh. Or she won't. I who knows. So okay, it gets even better. Gets even better. So Hillary insults 
Well, white women just can't make up their mind. They got to listen to their husband. They want to vote for me. Right. She's so bitter and so clueless. If you, she's just dumb. She could have been the, the the leader of the free world. She's that dumb. She literally could have been the leader of the free world, and she's that freaking clueless. And yet, you get a bunch of dumb broads that'll get out there with vagina costumes and march and be like, "Ah, oh, she should have won." She just insulted your intelligence, you dingbats. But again, you're not that smart. You put on vagina hats and vagina costumes. It's just so stupid. All right, let's play. Uh, let's play the next one. One thirty-one. The other reason that apparently white women didn't vote for her, you ready for it? Because there's more than one reason why she lost, besides the fact she sucked as a candidate and had no ideas. Listen, here we go. What happened in my election is I was on the way to winning um, white women until <laughs> you Billy Idol? former director of the FBI, Jim Comey, dropped that uh, very ill-advised letter on oh, October the 28th, and my numbers just went down. because all. And I heard a lot mm. of anecdotal evidence about this. People have written about it. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, you know, white Fake women news. who were going to vote for me and, frankly, standing up to the men in their lives and the men oh, in their workplaces wow. uh, were being told, she's going to jail. You know, you don't want to vote for her. You know, it's going to be you terrible. Should have been you can't in jail. vote for that. So it just it stopped my momentum, and it decreased my vote uh, Enough, because I was, I was ahead, I was winning, and I thought I had fought my way back in the 10 days from that letter until uh, the election. I fell a little bit short. And so I think that it, it was part of a historical trend that I was bucking, and then it collapsed on me. Or you just didn't go to Wisconsin, and you just didn't care about people, and again, you literally had no policies except build bridges, not walls. We're going to feel better. We're going to be diverse. We're going to... What does that have to do with getting a job and making me make more money and my health care costs going down? Bridges. Bridges. So, yes, uh, Hillary also says that Jim Comey, and you could tell, obviously, Jim Comey, big Donald Trump fan, right? Yes. Yes. Jim Comey didn't want you to win, you genius. You lost even though you cheated and got away with it. You're so bad, you literally paid to have a fake dossier made up so it could be used to give to a FISA judge so they can get a warrant to spy on people in the Trump campaign and eventually Trump. You cheated your butt. You cheated so badly you got questions to a town hall with Bernie Sanders before it given to you by Donna Brazil, who was number two at the DNC. And you still lost. You were not even going to beat Bernie. They had to rig the system so you beat Bernie. You sucked so bad. But that's not even the best one. Oh, no, we have one more for you. That is, I think, the best. Oh, yeah, this is where, remember the deplorable comment? This is like deplorable on steroids. I, I, who's, this is the most insane crap I've ever heard in my entire life. Remember the media freaked out about the Trump asshole comments? Which he's right, by the way, those countries are assholes. Let's just face it, they are. And these people coming here... No offense, they don't do anything for this country. You don't have to take them here. We we don't have to take every poor person that's downtrodden and I have to give up more money in my paycheck. It's not how it's it's not how it works. No other country does that. We don't have to do that. However, Hillary had some pretty nasty things to say. Just listen to this. Here we go. If you look at the map of the United States, there's all that red in the middle where Trump won. Mm-hmm. Now I win the coasts, I win, you know, Illinois and Minnesota, places like that. But what the map doesn't show you is that I won the places that represent two-thirds of America's gross domestic product. Highly, so I won the places that 
our optimistic, pause it, pause diverse it. Di- One of the reasons that New York and California, of course, well, a couple of reasons, they have the highest gross domestic product, they, the most people, they produce the most. And also is because a lot of the factories in the Midwest and the Rust Belt were shut down and gone thanks to NAFTA. But hey, just saying. Let's continue. Our optimistic, diverse, dynamic, moving forward, and his mm. whole campaign, Make America Great Again, was looking backwards. You know, you didn't like black people getting rights. You don't like women, you know, getting jobs. You don't want- that just happened. Oh my gosh. Remember the time Trump campaigned? Hey, if you don't want black people to have rights, vote for me. I mean, what the... If you don't want your wife leaving the kitchen, yeah. vote, vote for me. me. Remember that? I don't remember that. Do you? If you don't want black people to have rights, this you could tell she's a, a not only ignorant, but a stupid, stupid person. Because that's just one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my entire life. This chick, the, she, you know what, that's it. She's the most overrated person in the history of this country. Overrated. Overrated. To the nth degree. She actually said... Now, again, Trump says S-hole countries, and the media goes crazy for like a week. She just claimed... Talk about fake news. Trump didn't want black people to have rights. Holy crap, man. Go, can you go back and play that part one more time? I ran it back. Okay, thank you. Again. Yep. You know, you didn't like black people getting rights. You don't like women, you know, getting jobs. You don't want to, you know, see that Indian American succeeding more than you are. Whatever your problem is, I'm going to solve it. Wow. And there you have it. Hillary Clinton proving why nobody likes her, including her own husband, which is why he went to cheat on a whole bunch of, you know, cheating with a whole bunch of different chicks. Because who would want to get with that? That's just, that's crazy. She's crazy. She's crazy. Well, when she says she was winning, is she referring to the fake polls? Yeah, that's exactly. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Ooh, when, when were you winning? I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to figure that out. When, when exactly were you winning? Any, any idea? Any idea? Mm. Nothing. Nothing going on there. And she's talking about. Did you say the Indians? Did she say something? Play the last, last two seconds. I have something to play. She did. Indians. It. What, what, what was it again? It's a. Uh, because there's a very famous politician who had a nice little saying about Indian Americans. Here we go. You know, getting jobs. You don't want to, you know, see that Indian American succeeding more mm. than you are. Whatever your problem Throw is. Up over there. Okay, thank you. Let me take you back to 2006. Joe Biden talking to an Indian American constituent. Uh, yeah. 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 You, you ready for this? Here we go. As you know, I got a lot of support from this Indian. That's where and more to come, I think. No, I've I've had a great relationship. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. I'm not joking. But that's okay. Trump doesn't want black people to have rights and stuff. All righty. Well, he did say 7-Eleven or Dunkin' Donuts. And I don't know. Sorry. What? That statement right there should have got him kicked out of the White House. Well, that was before. That was June 17, 2006. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Okay. Not even into the White House. No, I should have disqualified him a lot. Anyway, hang on. Mark, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hello, Mark. 
Hey, Jarrett, uh, you're on fire this morning, bro. No, thanks, man. I try every morning. Well, I, I, do, I hope I don't mess up your mojo, but I've got uh, three things in a kicker. That's a lot of stuff. Well, I'll go fast. Okay. Uh, it's such a pleasure to speak to Tucson, but uh, Hillary was the most unqualified candidate for president in the history of the United States. That's number one. More than Barack and Obama? I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, Hillary was the most unqualified. Hmm. Uh, you know, Obama was, was just, you know, not really a U.S. citizen. So Well, let's count. go ahead. That, and and then uh, number two, you know, if you're calling if you're calling a s uh, hole country an s hole country, what's what's the problem with that? Yep. Because uh, you know you're just calling a spade a spade. I hope that's not too politically incorrect. And then uh, the third thing is that um, the thing that Trump has going for him is that he uses Twitter. He gets beyond all this crap media that won't give him uh, a fair shot at uh, covering you know, what, what the man's all about. And then the, um, the kicker is just this, Garrett, uh, in addition to the how stimulated I am right now, but um, okay. Hillary, Hillary for prison. There you go. All right. Thank you. Um, listen, Mark, I appreciate your enthusiasm. You love the show and everything like that. But uh, <clears throat> a caller called the, uh, the show at like 6 in the morning and asked Ryan, who screens all the phone calls, and is an excellent screener. And you know, you know that's great points. Here's the problem. And I'll get back to that. And there's no problem. But I believe I've made all those points in the past. Uh, it's good, though. It's good. It's good. And and uh, just somebody called Ryan was like, why don't you guys take more callers and stuff? And no, they, they, I'm not ragging. Listen, I don't go to a dentist and say, let me use that instrument. I don't go to a, a restaurant and try to kick the cook out and say, I can cook it better than you. I, You always tell me you can screen phone calls better than I can. No, no, no. You do You do a great job. Oh, yeah. You do a great job. Oh, yeah. You do a great job. Mark, what do you think? Oh, stop. I'm sure he did great. He did great. (laughs) He did great. I just, we have only a precious four hours. I agree. That's why I call him Dick Dick Elias, because calling him Richard takes too long. Uh, 920. Thank you for listening, Mark. Thank you, man. I try to be on fire. We got to get to more. Apparently, uh, uh, one one commentator on MSNBC says, Trump, it's only a matter of time before Trump uses the N word at a rally. And you have to hear why. KNST AM 792 Sons, most stimulating talk. Oh, yeah, I, I see. 942. Where's the civility? There is no civility. Not in this world. No. Anyway, uh, Mr. Ons, this Thursday, Beer Club for Men. Five to seven. I hope to see you there, Oracle and Rudisil. It's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of people there. It's going to be a good time. Great food, great beer, great drinks, uh, great everything. Great patio, great bar area, all Mr. Ons. Uh, first thing I think you need to know, Tillerson fired this morning by Trump. And then his uh, number two guy, I guess, the Undersecretary of State, Steve Goldstein, put out a statement that Rex was surprised by this. He didn't even talk to the president. I mean, he's just, he doesn't even know why he got fired. So they just fired this Goldstein guy for apparently not giving out the correct information who knows? Who knows? They fired him. Mike Pompeo, the CIA director, has been nominated to be the next Secretary of State. Trump loves that guy. And then Trump uh, has named a 32-year vet of the CIA a woman, Gina Haspel. Haspel? Haspel? Uh, she was the number two at the CIA. First woman to now run the CIA. So Trump hiring women. No. No. 
And apparently they're like, oh, watch out. She ran black sites and was, uh, you know, she ran the torture program. She was involved with that. Cool. I wouldn't mess with her. I mean, she knows how to make you disappear. Yeah, she does. When she says, cook me dinner, her husband says, yes, ma'am. Anyway, second thing. I what think would you, you like? <laughs> this doesn't taste good. To the board! Second thing I think <laughs> you need to know. We can joke around that about on this show. Uh, is that uh, <laughs> the, the media virtually ignored the House Intelligence Committee report put out there late yesterday saying, Trump never colluded. We found no collusion, no coordination, nothing with Russia. It got zero airtime on NBC. It got 58 seconds combined between ABC and CBS. But there's like a million minutes of all the made-up Trump-Russia, Russia-Trump things. Funny how that works. Third thing I think you need to know, business optimism. Man, small businesses in America, more optimistic than they have been since 1983. They are ready to hire, up wages, expand, you name it, from the National Federation of Business. Three things I think you need to know. Now, um... First, let's play, um, let's get down to business, then we'll get down to the fun stuff. Trump on his way to Marine One and then Air Force One and then off to California to San Diego to see the prototypes of the border wall. Wouldn't it be funny if he just starts scaling it? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's just a joke. Calm down. So the the ones we just put in this morning, Trump, uh, let's do, yeah, that one. Let's, let's disagree. Trump and Rex, why it happened. He talked to the media it's a little hard to hear because the Marine One uh, is, the helicopter is, uh, it's spinning. The, the, the propeller is going. Or it's warming up or who knows. Uh, this is what uh, Trump, sa- Trump said about he and Rex. Here we go. Rex and I have been talking about this for a long time. Uh, we, we got along actually quite well, but we disagreed on things. When you look at uh, the Iran bill, I think it's terrible. I guess he it was okay. I wanted to either break it or do something. And he felt a little bit differently. So we were not really thinking the same. With Mike, Mike Pompeo, we have a a very similar thought process. I think it's going to go very well. Rex is a very good man. I like Rex a lot. I really appreciate his commitment and his service. And I'll be speaking to Rex over a long period of time. Okay. Dude, the Iran deal is a big deal. He liked it for some reason. Okay. Uh, so now uh, there's more on uh, from Trump on Rex and Mike Pompeo. Listen to this. Here we go. No, I really didn't discuss it very much with him, honestly. Uh, I made that decision by myself. Rex wasn't, as you know, in, our, in this country. Uh, I made the North Korea decision with consultation from many people, but I made that decision by myself. Actually got along well with Rex, but really it was a different mindset. It was a different thinking. I respect his intellect. I respect the uh, process that we've all gone through together. Uh, we have a very good relationship for whatever reason, chemistry, whatever it is. Why do people get along? I've always, right from the beginning, from day one, I've gotten along well with Mike Pompeo. And frankly, I get along well with Rex too. And, you know, I wish Rex a lot of good things. I think he's going to do, uh, I think he's going to be very happy. I think Rex will be much happier now, but I really appreciate his service. But with Mike, we've had a very good chemistry right from the beginning. So, you know, the media is going to make this big deal. Here we go again. Oh, no. Here, it's just chaos. It's this, it's that, and blah, 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 blah. 
if you're not seeing eye to eye, that's, you know, the boss wants to make sure people can do what his agenda wants it. You know, he wants people to carry out his agenda. If Rex doesn't like it, why is he there? He's not agreeing with it. He doesn't like the Iran deal. Rex liked the Iran deal. That's a big deal. Rex will be much happier now. I mean, there's obviously a lot behind the scenes that was going on where they were not getting along. You could just tell. Um, and there were rumors and rumblings for a long time about the differences between Rex and Trump and Trump and Rex. Well, guess what? Trump's the boss, man. He's the president. He po- picks people to carry out what he wants in the country. Voters voted for it. That's how it works. Again, he was called to the White House after the election. He thought Trump wanted to just ask him some questions because he's had meetings with Bush and Obama as the head of Exxon. And in the middle of it, Trump said, you know a lot of people around the world. I mean, he did. He had dealings with world leaders. He said, you want to be president? You know, I'm sorry, you want to be secretary of state? He was shocked. Tillerson wasn't ready for that. He, okay, I'll give it a try. Gave it a try. All right. You know why this Didn't is work. good? What? This is good because you don't have the same people in place from the start to the finish. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of past presidencies, mm-hmm. presidency uh, uh, cabinets yeah. have been. From start to finish, it's been the same people who, who yeah. just wasn't going to this. get along. Look at this. The first term. Uh, for Obama, Hillary. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, sh- she should have never gotten the job, first of all, but he wanted to make sure they didn't like each other, but if you work for me, I can control you. You can't say bad things about me if, I, yep. if you work for me. So uh, she should have been canned. John Kerry should have been canned. Those were the oh. two secretaries of state. They weren't canned. This is what happens. Uh, it, it's very telling that Trump did the North Korea situation Without his chief diplomat. He didn't think Rex was up to the job. Why in the media? Oh, here we go. This is crazy. It's not crazy. I you do it, it doesn't work out, you move on. That's how the real world works. So anyway, you have that. Uh nine fifty now on KNST AM seven ninety. You gotta hear this. Let's play um let's play Jason Johnson. Jason Johnson is a writer for The Root. It is an African American online magazine. He's on MSNBC. Chris Matthews starts it. Remember when Trump said, uh, we played it a bunch of times yesterday. Uh, it's even on my page at KNST.com and on my Facebook page. When Maxine Waters said she's a low IQ individual. Apparently that's racist or something. And it means more. I, I don't get it, but this is what this guy, Chris Matthews, and this guy come up with. Here we go. The personal attack on somebody, I don't even think they know. Mm-hmm. They may be vaguely aware she's African-American, right. Maxine Waters. Aware. She's, But to go and call her low IQ, what, where, where's the base? I mean, you can say I don't like her. You can say she just... Right. Pause it. Where's the low... Hang on. So he's right there, Chris Matthews. They maybe vaguely know she's African-American. So really? Really? She's dumb. They're not basing her low IQ on her skin color. They're basing it out of the things coming out of her mouth. Go back just a little bit. I'm sorry. Okay, here we go. Sorry. But to go and call her low IQ, what, where, where's the base? I mean, you can say I don't like it. You can say she just. Right. Where's the low IQ piece coming in here? And he goes like this. The low IQ. He does this sign language thing. You know? I, I, I have more respect for the people at this rally, Chris. They know who Maxine Waters is. They know who mm-hmm. she represents. They know who Nancy Pelosi is. And look, this is not the first rally Trump's going to do. He's going to do several this year. He's half a rally away from just using the N-word. That, that, it's, it's, it's that what? basic. He's half a rally away from just calling somebody the N-word. And then everyone's going to pretend that they're shocked. And yeah. then everybody on The Apprentice is going to say he used it all the time. That's what he does. Yes, he has a hostility and an anger towards women of what, color. What do you make of that? Wow. 
Wow. So, uh, yeah. Because he called Maxine Waters dumb because she's dumb means he's going to use the N-word. The N-word. Obama used the N-word. Yeah. Just the, I mean, just stupid. 9.52. Oh, a buddy of mine, Al, emailed me. Chuck Schumer already came out and said all this hiring and firing is bad for American security. And then Al ends it as putts. That's <laughs> so New York. Uh, yeah, you know, Schumer's bad for American security. We don't need the wall. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a, uh, I got an email from a female who's upset that, uh, I, I guess I referred to uh, the Hillary clan as the vagina group. I'll read you the email when we get back. This is pretty good. I love when this happens. 952, back and forth. KNST, AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk.